What's up, guys? Welcome to the Minute with Mads Totally Explained podcast. This podcast is dedicated to catching you up and giving you context for some of the confusing and ongoing wars, crises, and other newsworthy topics happening around the world. Now we're doing this quick and simple. I'm talking 10 minutes or less to tell you everything you need to know about some current event. Today, I'm breaking down what you need to know about the relationship between the United States and Russia. Now, ever since the communist Soviet Union collapsed in 1991, the relationship has been back and forth. Sometimes fine, sometimes not so fine. And I'm not going to tell you everything that's happened between 1991 and 2018. We really only need to go back about four years to understand the relationship today. So back in 2014, Ukraine had an uprising that overthrew the government, and Russia stepped in and actually took control of part of Ukraine called Crimea. And Russia stepping in to take over a part of Ukraine is against international law. But Russia justified putting their government in this part of Ukraine because the Crimea belonged to the Soviet Union before it collapsed. Vladimir Putin, the one who ordered the annexation, says he was protecting his own Russian people that stayed in Ukraine after the Soviet Union dissolved. Because of Russia's activity in Ukraine, the U.S. punished Russia by putting sanctions in place. The European Union and lots of other countries did the same thing, which hurt a lot of Russia's relationships with Western countries. And for those of you wondering what a sanction is, it's basically like a punishment where a country will stop doing negotiations with Russia or they won't let people from Russia travel to their countries. It could be a handful of different things, but basically it's just a punishment for breaking a rule. And Russia still has control of Crimea today. So that's one thing hurting the U.S.-Russia relationship. Let's talk about a couple others. Another event that greatly damaged the relationship between the U.S. and Russia is the civil war going on in Syria. Now, this war is a Pandora's box, and I will break it down in a future episode of Totally Explained, but what you need to know is that Russia supports the Syrian regime that the U.S. is trying to help the rebels get rid of. So you could say that Russia and the U.S. are fighting each other indirectly. It's important to note that during the Syrian civil war, ISIS invaded Syria, and the regime that Russia is backing and the rebels that the U.S. is backing both fought against ISIS to move them out. So the U.S. and Russia indirectly worked together, but once ISIS was out, the regime and the rebels went back to fighting each other, which means the U.S. and Russia went back to fighting each other indirectly. Another thing hurting the relationship is Vladimir Putin's ruling style. A lot of people call him a dictator because he's arrested political opponents and shut down news outlets that shed bad light on him. Okay, so that's three things really hurting the relationship. Crimea, the Syrian civil war, and Vladimir Putin. And the last one I'm about to explain is by far the biggest. It's Russia interfering with the 2016 presidential election. There's a lot to this topic as well, but basically what you need to know is that U.S. intelligence agencies like the CIA and the FBI have concluded that Russia interfered with the U.S. presidential election in 2016. The question is if the hackers were random Russians or if they were commissioned by the Russian government. That we don't know. The CIA says that the government was behind it because the patterns in these hacks are consistent with previous cyber attacks carried out by the Russian government, but Russia denies being involved. 
So one thing that may have helped the relationship is the meeting that happened in Finland back in July between President Trump and Vladimir Putin. So why did this meeting happen despite all the bad things I just listed? Well, a month prior in June, Trump met with North Korean's leader Kim Jong-un, and that was seen as a success. And you could say that Trump meeting with Putin could be a win for Russia and help them get back into the good graces with other Western countries. Trump met with Putin behind closed doors, and the two leaders had a press conference after their meeting. In that press conference, Trump said Putin did not interfere with the election and went on to say that relations are good and will continue. Trump saying that Russia did not meddle with the election caused a ginormous uproar from a lot of people who said Trump was denying his own country's intelligence in order to praise Putin. Now, Trump got so much backlash that he came out with a corrective statement a few days later that said Russia could have meddled. Now, a reason improving the relationship could be a good thing is because the U.S. and Russia are seen as two of the world's strongest nations, and it's better to have them on the same side than against each other. But on the flip side, to be on good terms would put everything else I've just explained into question. Okay, so that's the relationship with the United States and Russia. I hope that broke it down for you a little bit more. Before I sign off, I want to give a huge shout out to Pleasant Picture Studios for providing this groovy music. They have awesome stuff for any project you might be working on. Make sure to check them out. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me today. I will probably talk to you guys in about a week. Thanks, guys.